And I think right out the gate, I really need to say out loud again, and just to put more um, existential pressure on myself. Oh. Uh, I want to speak it. Say. Boom. And they're off. And we are back. We are live. This is the Kindness Economy podcast. Welcome. We are here to talk about doing business from the heart outward. Yes, that is a thing. And we are we your do. hosts. Yeah. I'm Courtney. I am Rebecca. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Let's that's go. all we yeah, say we this the, time. Yeah, we do that. We do the thing so at the end. cute. So I'm like, no, I get to be quiet. I don't, I don't know what I'm oh, doing. Oh, meditative. It's, it's okay. okay. It's all right. We're going to learn. We're figuring it out pretty quickly, honestly. <laughs> So today we are going to be talking about next steps is our subject for the day. And I will be talking about my kids are starting school and starting kindergarten and it's a pretty big step pushing my clients harder and just like the difference between what I'm doing and what I'm seeing some other kids doing. So on my end, I'm, I think I'm talking about pacing a lot in terms of rest, in terms of the speed at which people work, pacing is sort of my jam today. Nice. How are you? <sighs> I got a new toy. Uh, I'm looking at it now. I got a Fitbit. I've been resistant to getting anything that tracks anything. You didn't have a space watch? No. I've been talking about my Dick Tracy watch this whole time. I thought you said you broke one or something. Nope. Oh. No, I have never had a space watch. And now I have. I mean, I guess this counts as a space watch. It counts. I got it to. Tra- it is tracking you from space. Yeah, That's I'm what tracking GPS my does. sleep. I want to. Uh, yeah. See? That that's whole nice. Thing. I'm, I've been having some sleep funkiness, and I just wanted to start to be able to observe what's going on. Like, I'll get insomnia. I'll wake up in the middle of the night. Like, oh, I have to use a bathroom. Or I'll wake up and not have to use a bathroom, but just waking up. Um, and keeping track of that. Also, when I wake up, I get that weird in-between state where I'm like, did I fall back asleep? It's morning. Mm. I opened my eyes. Wait, did I sleep? That's not satisfying. So, yeah, like I don't get that. Mm, but that, yeah, I slept. Yeah, sense. I wake up like a bolt of lighting. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. Pumped. So, so Even yeah, when like I'm getting, the, getting the watch like is helping me see. Like, yes, I actually did fall asleep. No, it's not my imagination. I did wake up in the middle of the night. Like, it's it's kind of nice to be able to observe what's going on. That whole self-awareness thing is uh, awareness a useful Funny tool. That. Yeah, mm. but also just fascinating. I keep looking at it like, oh, there's this thing on my wrist. Like, oh, it's got science. I know, right? I put like little literal space stuff as the emo- like the extra your- widgets on mine because I was like, it's a space watch clearly i need more space on it so i have like the moon phase uh-huh. and the positions of the planets and how much light is currently on our planet earth at any given moment in time any given moment because in time we're, we're in the future and this I mean, is what yeah. we do we're totally able to driving with our this. car our car to get that like that whole, bird's eye view of that's true that is very mm-hmm. true but so that's yeah like that's, that's what's with, been going on what other widgets do you have on it nothing yet like i just got it oh okay so i'm like still exploring the widgets what are the things i can get like it tracks my steps because i guess that's what its original job was 
Um, it tracks my, my pulse, which was interesting because I wore it during a networking meeting and I got to observe my uh, pulse spike when I had to get up to speak. And Fun. so then I got to sit and uh, practice breathing Whoa. to bring myself back to baseline. And that was a really interesting experiment because I could just watch like, okay, and kind of follow my thoughts. It's like, oh, okay, that makes me race a little bit. I really wish the audience could see this look of awe that must be on my face right now because you I'm, look pretty stunned. So, oh, I'm so pumped about that data for you. I, I yeah, I, I knew that speaking makes me nervous. Like that's just, it's how I'm wired. But being able to see it again, that whole awareness thing. But over time, you're going to see how that goes down oh, as you learn how to manage be, it. Yeah, that's a trackable right? piece now. That's so fun. I'm so pumped for you. So, yeah, like, so I'm, I'm still getting used to it. And if anybody has any suggestions for good apps to put on. On a, the Fitbit a, one specifically, yeah. I actually have an Apple Watch, so mine's different and I can't recommend things for you. Yeah, but I also anybody, feel like Apple has saturated the market on recommendations, so maybe. Yeah, like, no, like, get something off the beaten path. I'm, I'm all about off the beaten path. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. How did you decide on the Fitbit for you? Uh, it was the least. Well, it, it, I have an Android, so it's oh, like. Oh, okay. Um, I have an Android phone, so I was like, okay, Apple Watch really isn't going to do me that much good. Oh, yeah, that's that was part of why I switched to Apple yeah. products is the watch. And then, uh, but this seemed pretty, it's the one that tracks sleep. That was the first, like, I want a tool to track sleep this was what I found um, but it also didn't have a lot of other stuff on it so like keep it simple keep it simple mm -hmm. at least for now like I'm, I'm a firm believer and you can always turn it up it's harder to turn it back down the smile on your face no I don't do that I do the other thing yeah I'm like okay we're going in that direction all right all in here we go 11 yep right away crank it let's get a new phone <laughs> and a new watch right now all of it right yeah. now give it also i was like really stressed and my spouse was really excited to be like i can spend money on you and make you happy right let's do this let's Aww. get you and your phone was broken anyway let's just get you this and i'm thing. just like you're so sweet and lovely i love you <laughs> and so it was a really nice getting the new watch was really sweet oh mm -hmm. by my birthday it's like ah oh, that's a yay. thing so, so yeah, that, that's where I am. I'm at what three thousand steps today. <laughs> I'm, I'm with, uh, I'm with the kids because it's the week before school starts. School, like schooly school, not preschool. We've had two years of preschool, and now we have kindergarten. Dun, you can dun, hear them dun. giggling in the background. They're doing their so very best to stay quiet for me, and I love them dearly. <laughs> um. <clears throat> So the things that are like really moving in the kids' lives that are it's really interesting to me is that not only are they just turned five, but then they're starting kindergarten right after that. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, wow, that's a lot of change. And they've always seen, they've created in their mind this idea that um, five years old is like some magic number that they'll suddenly be able to do things differently. It's like the 21 of the toddler set. It is. And it's just like they know that somehow. 
and like they sort of refused to do certain things before they turned five. And I was like, what are you? And I would get kind of complaining about it, but I just, you know, whatever. I'm not going to force them to have fun. That's not fun for anyone. <laughs> so I just like let it lie. But like, I can also see it in their behavior, whether it's uh, because they believe suddenly that five is magical in some way or five is in fact, for whatever reason, magical their ability to process and manage their emotions, their ability to do things and show up for hard conversations is suddenly like skyrocketed. They are more responsive to themselves and the ability to take care of themselves and calm themselves out of a tantrum. These sorts of behaviors are all of a sudden really good. And I'm like, yeah. And we're also starting to have conversations about money. Cause I, I realized that we're a family of means. We can get these kids whatever they wanted. It would be hard for us to pay for private school for both of them. It would not be like easy to pay for private school. <clears throat> but stuff, you know, some, you know, class this, they want to take a class, they want to do, if they decide they want to go to some away camp or they want to do scouting or they want to do stuff like we could afford those things mm -hmm. and i don't think that there's any reason to not get them those things what i do want to do is tell them how much it costs and make them be aware of what they do and how it impacts in dollars what's happening and like do you have dollars do you they, like like last night we have the kitty, the kitty has a toy, the kids were playing with the toy and the toy got tore apart. Oh. And we're like, let's go to the store right now. There's a store like around the corner. We'll get a little store and get the, a little toy from the Petco. And you know, do you have $4? No, you have $4, right, Baba? Y yes, I do have $4. Where would you get your $4 if you needed $4? You know, and those <laughs> sorts of conversations starting. The trap is out of control. Ain't it though? I mean, really, there is something to be said for the trap being out of control. Um, I feel like any DJ would say that that's been a DJ for more than 10 years. Um, the other thing that's been fun for me is uh, playing with the kitty on TikTok, where like I get sort of sick of my own face at a certain point, but I love this cat. It's an adorable cat. It's cute, and she's very tolerant of me filming her. And so um, the TikTok has become very like the cat. The cat has become my muse on TikTok. And uh, yeah, we're just we're kicking it over there. Um, yeah. I think this is going to be our segment right now because I think I have to deal with the children. That happens. Okay. And we're back. Child <laughs> crisis averted. Um, the thing that I am doing with my clients that I think is super fun and I enjoy to do is I've been... Uh, the things that Gary Vee says that are awesome aren't necessarily all of the things that he says. And if it's one thing that is my superpower, 
it is to be able to go through any kind of systematized, any sort of trove of information and the stuff that's really annoying, I can ignore that. So like, yes, he is a cis male white dude. Like he's got a lot of privilege and he gets to flex that privilege. And the thing that he does say, he, he acknowledges privilege to a point where he says, the fact is like all that stuff is real, but the market doesn't care. And that's real, but that's really hard to hear mm. when you're in that shit. So if you're dealing with some straight up, you know, serious clash issues, serious racial issues, and also combined with fucking patriarch shit, it's really difficult to listen to Gary Vee. That said, I, I, I started learning about personal development through like pimposophy. And that's terrible. But it's you can't also, see my face right now. <laughs> but it's also what happened. It's, yeah. it's, what, it's what happens when you seek personal advice from the other DJs at the strip club. You know, that's what they, that, this is the resource we have. And that's sort of one of my superpowers is the ability to just like hold my nose for the shit that's just rank and get through it because sometimes there's good shit in there. And even if it's for the purpose of understanding people that are nothing like you it can be valuable like the 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 part that i talked about last week where i don't just listen to my news as a liberal west coast person i also listen to news from europe and i listen to news from conservatives and i listen to news from as many sources as a variety of sources as possible because it helps me understand a better that that bird's eye view from the card it helps me get that by getting more information. So shutting myself off from, I mean, and there's stuff about like, you know, a lot of these gurus that can turn me off because they don't really work for everybody the way that they are marketed designed. as. Not designed. They're not designed to be available for everybody. They don't no. actually give a fuck about making it available to everybody. No. That's just like a I thing meant. that they say because it's what they're supposed to fucking say. <sighs> so I've been sending, because I know my clients are folks that aren't going to be listening to Gary Vee every morning. When something really resonates that I think will get through to my folks, I've been starting to send them Gary Vee stuff. But just like on podcast, you know, give him the first 45 minutes in this podcast and it's a very specific podcast it's speaking specifically to the issues that they are addressing and also he's giving a keynote in malaysia and whether he realizes it or not and i know on some level he does know this but when you're in a different space you do filter yourself and asia is an incredibly conservative space so he will be cursing less he will be slightly less aggressive and obnoxious in the way that the people that are that are my clients that are folks socialized as women, they find that very, very obnoxious. And it is grating. And they can't listen to him because of it. But, you know, this one, this, I sent that, I swear to God, to three people. Like, great, it's one that he's not cursing in. Pass it along, quick! It's not the cursing. He curses, it's oh, just yeah. less cursing. And there's less of an aggro. He's got that alpha male aggro thing. 
that I appreciate, but I understand that everybody does. Yeah. Um, what do you got? You got new clients? Yeah, I got more new clients. I've been digging it. It's been sort of like this explosion, I think, that's kind of come from putting myself out there. People are like, hey, I'd like to work with you individually. While you're out there, hey, let's... Oh. No, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Let's hook up. But, <coughs> excuse me. But one of the, th in getting new clients, one of the things, I think I mentioned it last week, nobody calls me because everything is going well. Nobody calls me because everything is functioning smoothly. Um, so there's already that sort of, if it's not an outright crisis state, it's more general dissatisfaction. Yeah, general dissatisfaction with how things are going. Um, and oftentimes that will spike the second I come on the scene and shows up as panic on their part. Like, oh my God, I'm gonna do this thing. It's really gonna happen. It's not this theoretical anymore. It's right here in front of me. So I've just sort of That's... learned to take that in as part of the process. So then people are like, well, progress. Then they have this picture in their head of like how things will pro progress and progress, progress. Same spelling. But, yeah. But different word. inflection. Yeah. But um, they have this image in their head of like, it's going to take this amount of time. It's going to take this amount of effort. And they don't think about the, the panic response. They don't think about their own. The cycles think, put into the emotional stuff that has to happen in addition yeah, to the like labor. The labor. emotional component of it, that resistance is part of it. And nobody really acknowledges or makes allowances for that. I mean, we're not thinking about it. Why the... <laughs> yeah, no, no, that is a thing. But that also means slowing down. Things are not going to happen at the clip that you think they're going to. Just take a step back. Also, and, if you're the type of person to start berating people that are not moving at the clip you expect should to be moving. Uh, oh. The, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that kind of feeds into the whole shame cycle. But... No tide pools. Okay. Okay. But, uh, where the heck was that? Oh, making allowances for, um, for the time that it takes for you to actually process the emotions inherent in acknowledging a situation, acknowledging where your things are or where your space is or where you are personally. Or even just the, that you're processing years or even decades of experience while you're trying to load a truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that like, is very real. Like, like, yes, the loading of a truck is super simple. And if these were empty fucking boxes or boxes filled with blank books, and we were just doing this because we were like monks or whatever, and this is what we're into, you know, like that's the game. Yeah. That'd be easy. Yeah, you're it's detached the, from it. It's, but... the, it's those decades of memories and feelings about your memories and the feelings about your feelings. That, that, the feelings about the feelings about the feelings is where you get like, that takes a lot of time. That's, you're describing my job. I know. <laughs> it gets so meta sometimes. Uh, I mean, I don't know that I'm doing your job exactly, but I, I know that this is a thing that keeps coming up in like the self-help books that I'm reading right now. It's just like the feelings about your feelings about your feelings. Like, uh -huh. And I've been in that hole. That's fucking terrible. It is. It's, it's a lousy neighborhood. 
Your, your brain is a bad neighborhood. Don't hang out in there. Mm-hmm. Just just lift the things and put them back down. The again. weasels will bite you but at any I get time. The, I get the luxury of being like not being immersed in their emotions. I mean, that's kind of why. That's I'm, your job is just like the. Yeah. What's the, I come oh. on the scene and it's like, okay, we're going to do this and it's going to hurt a little bit and I'm going to like, I've You're got like the you. fairy person. Mm. Sure. Like you got the boat sure. and you're ferrying them across the thing sticks. that like they can't do it. River sticks. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I don't, uh, mm-hmm. not my, not my department. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. There we go. But, but yeah, that, that whole thing with That's like beautiful client pace and rest and all of it just has me thinking about. I said it earlier while you were setting up the pace of life versus the pace of business. Mm-hmm. And a lot of dissatisfaction seems to come from people being frustrated that their lives don't move at the pace of business. We've been convinced that business is the optimal pace at which everything should run. No, business is pushing us at not, an unnatural pace. That is absolutely not true all the time. I mean, things that, like you have children. I tweeted about, I tweeted this week about how the kids are my primary job yeah and that all this content creation the podcast whatever thing you know whatever i type out on twitter Mm. whatever my bullshit on instagram is all that comes after the kids so i am limited i can absolutely see where you know if i was 21 and had access to this so first of all my ego would have eaten me alive second of all uh I could do a lot more. I could put out more content. I would have more time and I simply don't because I have a house and kids and responsibilities and shit. Yeah, I mean, that's a thing. That is a thing. So also on my long game, I have been listening to Gary Vee and this morning he did a very, very specific thing. And I think I can actually, um, I'm gonna upload the audio and play it for y'all. It's like three minutes and I'll put Mm -hmm. it at the end. I just feel like the thing, it spoke specifically to what I talked about last week about the difference between what I want to be doing and what I see the other kids doing. Now, the business model for Landmark and for um, like Tony Robbins Mm -hmm. is you're creating a space of attention and and ultimately what you want is that subscription. You want somebody paying, you know, 15 to $5,000 a month for the online access to your bullshit. And then you want somebody paying tens of thousands of dollars a month for like monthly access, like direct to you bullshit. And then annually up to a million dollars or whatever for like direct access all the time. And you get one-on-one time with me monthly. Like that's for sure what Tony Robbins business model is, is he's got people on that kind of subscription. And, And he was that, really the first to kind of master that in a way that isn't super creepy but even still when i was working doing that dvd role for him on an event that's like people are paying 350 dollars. this was 10 years ago by the way more than 15 years ago jesus christ i'm old anyway 15 years ago tony robbins one of his games like the level down was like you pay 350 dollars to sit into a seat and he's not even in the building he you were watching dvds that that I was playing for you and his game is he makes you feel it in a way like he understands the audience has to feel it and you don't actually have to be in the room for that right like you can feel me right now on this podcast that's a part of what I have also figured out you can feel us 
a human being, once you stare into that lens, you are staring into the eyeballs of anybody else staring at that output. Mm. And that is powerful. Even when you're listening to recordings from masters years ago, it has this power. And Tony Robbins figured that out, but also putting two subwoofers in that room. Uh. And there's not another gig I've ever done before or since that is used and required two subwoofers. And that is in the contract that there must be two subwoofers at every show huh. for this DVD roll gig. And that is how he makes you feel it with your bones, uh. the rattly rattle of his, your bones to feel him. And you watch him on a big ass screen with a DVD roll. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do what Landmark does. Or, or what any of these, these, these gurus are leveraging people who are addicted to self-help systems. It's like anything else. Guys, no rough play. William, sit on the floor. <clears throat> You're, they're, these gurus are peddling a good feeling. And it's a good feeling that people are going to pay thousands of dollars for to go to their seminar and to take their classes and to feel good about themselves, but they're not going to do shit. They're not going to do anything to change their lives. And so they have to come back or do a different one. I've seen them again and again and again. They go from one program to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. And they don't make change in their lives. And the difference, the very specific difference that I want for my bonus parent Baba brand is, yes, I'm here to give you that good feeling of options to fix whatever the fuck is wrong. You got questions, I will answer them for you. But I'm not here to leverage that subscription or to put you in a position where you need to come back. Mm -mm. That is not my game. I am here because a parent is a job of planned obsolescence. You don't need me for shit. You are perfectly capable and powerful and you can do this shit. You don't need me. And I am coming from that position of you don't need me, but I understand you've got questions and I'm happy to answer them for you mm -hmm. to the best of my ability. Because I don't need this. I don't need to leverage you like that. I have my kids. This is my primary job. That's why you hear them in the background. They're actually smiling right now. That was delightful. Oh, that was a They're very deaf so shank cute. eye that you threw over there. Just like, stay still. <laughs> oh, and then to see them sitting there playing nicely, that was beautiful. Mm -hmm. that, that is my muse, those children. I do not want to be codependent with them, and I do not want to be codependent with you either, audience. I believe that I've been given a gift of that like high view, this knowledge high view. That's my God voice in my head. It gives me a really distant space to look from. And for me, the next step is really leveraging that view so that it's not just for me anymore. It's done beautiful things for me to help me stay optimistic and to make my life an incredible thing considering what I've come from. And I want to be able to share that with as many people as willing to listen to me. 
so that's the game that I am playing as far as like, you know, that that's my we that's got where you are? we got some rantifesto though on that just specifically about just I guess we'll just Putting share some there. stories about what our next steps feel like. Oh. Rantifesto time. So this week we are talking about next steps. And I think right out the gate, I really need to say out loud again, and just to put more um, existential pressure on myself. Oh. Uh, I want to speak it. Say that I need to do a solo project. I need to do that, like getting comfortable. This is my next personal limit. My next step is I need to produce a podcast that is just me talking. Um, and part of the reason I need to do that is the thing that I was telling Courtney in the break is just like, we get to say that. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a thing I've heard on the radio so many times. It's so funny. During the break. <laughs> during the break, we were talking. So uh, during the break, we were talking, and um, it, it's to be able to leverage this for bigger things to get myself in front of audiences like Courtney's now in front of audiences yeah I have still not put myself live in front of an audience and oh, wait to a minute. Wait, do what? that I would need to create a you know a, a available you know catalog yeah that catalog now, I'm looking at you because it's like wait you like conned me into getting in front of audiences and you haven't done <laughs> I haven't given a speech like what? Okay. I haven't given a speech, no. Yeah, no. I mean, other than like speech class, I took speech class in college. Yeah. I took speech in high school. No, and like I'm and I have like done and whatnot. theater. So that I've done. Like I've had my role in theater and gone on stage and done my lines. Mm. You know, that kind of stuff I've done. Yeah. But like the you're here to see me. Yeah. Rebecca Oliveira for some shit. Yeah. That I have not done. Oh. <gasps> Yeah, and I need to, I get, I, yeah, <laughs> I'm talking a lot of shit and I have not played the game. The water's fine, <clears throat> if I can do it. I mean, I mean, for real, you saw me. But you, you have a, you have a conference to go to, you have a place, like I haven't been able to figure that out. Like, where do I mm. go to speak? Where is a conference? Do I go to a conference about social media or do I go to a conference about parenting? Door number two. That seems like the, the, the. The thing that is obvious to me would have been a social media thing. Mm -hmm. And it is also very clear to me that that market is so saturated mm -hmm. with numbskulls, dipshits, and assholes. <laughs> I, 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 no, I don't even want to fuck with it. And that was the same problem that I had when I was producing fitness stuff. Is it's the same numbskulls, dipshits, and assholes. I just... <laughs> I, I can't be bothered. And I know that there are good people in there and I loved seeing the content from the good people. Mm -hmm. That's real. But just existing in that space, it makes me feel dirty in a way that it just isn't going to be helpful to go to, um, go to a conference where uh, the game is explicitly attention for points. I understand that I'm playing that game for my own purposes, 
But the game is effectively attention for points. And if you think about the people in high school that were playing attention for points games because that's the structures that high school gives us because we don't have actual markets, because we don't have actual bills, so we don't have to actually deal with life. So the dramas we create are who's the most popular, who got the most points in this sport ball, or who, you know, has the most friends, or who has the best clothes, or, you know, it's a lot of superficial, like, there's just so much flossing, the, like, cons the, the conspicuous consumption thing on social media, like, that part alone, I'm like, I don't want to hang out with there, no. I'm just checking in. Um, well, I got distracted by the children. Pause it. Pause it. Oh, this is you talking to it make is. sure that. So the other than making points is just making stuff that you enjoy. So <laughs> making the stuff for the cat, using the cat as my muse. And it's got to be, oh, I love it so much because I can see the people following me are so in that like tween femme type demographic that I've been like, yes, those are totally my people. Those are the people that are gonna stick around and enjoy my content longer than the folks that started following me with the energy drinks. Yeah. And I mean, I obviously have energy drinks, so there's a certain crossover there, but it's not my target demographic and, and the, the flexibility that I have to play around with that and not get too bogged down in a specific brand, like that's been fun. But eventually, I'm also going to have to make a separate thing just for the cat. Because <laughs> the cat's going to become, like, on, on, on platforms like TikTok, the cat's going to be more popular than me. That's just real. The cat is going to need its own cat, box. Cat, puppies, and babies. You can't compete with cat, puppies, and babies. Can't do it. Um, mm -hmm. So those are, like, my big next steps is I need to get out there and actually get in front of people and actually figure out what of this shit that I say here do I say by myself and I'm gonna go yeah my next steps well I've been doing the classes I've been speaking in front of audiences more and doing things like recording them and tracking my pulse rate and it's survivable it's something I'm I'm not going to say I'm good at at this point, but I am improving. There is an upward tra trajectory. Um, but one of the other things that we talked about early on in the previous incarnation of this podcast, when we were still doing Housewife Biz Life, um, there was a lot of talk about Gary Vee. And one of the things that was mentioned, I think, at the end of the book, Crushing It, if I'm not mistaken, um, and something that you brought up in relation to having a smart speaker is that snippets of audio are a thing that are feasible. And I've started thinking in that direction, like I, I too need to be doing things, not necessarily going out and making speaking my everything, but sort of workshopping what things sound like, what I sound like saying these things and wrapping my mouth around these ideas in smaller snippets. So like those three minute, two minute, sort of just bleh, mm -hmm. this is something useful, especially because I'm all about the gospel of tiny bites. So right. like breaking stuff down into the, like it, that forces me to do the thing that I talk with my clients about, like how small of a unit can you create? 
we can sit down and do a second day of just going through what we have because mm. we do have stuff that we could chop up into little bits tiny bites Oh, and that thing. was another thing I wanted. Uh, the, one of the other games that I want to play is figuring out how to make a smart speaker skill, is what they're called for Amazon. And mm -hmm. they're, I don't know what they're called for the Google device, but um, I've been wanting to do that too. Uh, but yeah, that seems like a low stakes kind of jam because it is so short. Where it's like, oh, that didn't work. Good thing it's only a minute. Yeah. Um, but just to not, I guess the other next step is to not get scared, turn around and run in the opposite direction because that is something I have also been known to do. I said that out loud. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a thing that happens in my head. The longer that I do a thing, the more in my head I have a, a expectation of how it should go. Mm -hmm. And I'm finding that with TikTok. As I go on, I'm like, I don't, I get afraid of it and I stop myself from producing the thing. And if I was more in the moment, I would produce the thing. Mm -hmm. And there's also something real about that. I know that it's not just like for TikTok, I'm going to want to have my lip syncing right and da 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 da. da. So anything that's so timing, many aesthetics. it's, it's going to be something that's, got, I'm going to put time into it because I really care about what it looks like. And mm -hmm. then there's also the aftercare that could potentially happen in the comment section. Aftercare. So now that I understand really the full arc, not just the show, the snippet that you see on TikTok, but the full like producing that snippet and the aftercare for that snippet, I know what that means now. And I'm less inclined to produce them. Mm. because I know the full cycle, the life cycle the of the thing, especially if it goes viral. Mm. Oh. Like I kind of don't want it to go viral. That sounds like a pain in the ass to me. Like, oh, there's Karen feeding. Karen feeding that's going to go into the maintenance of this post. Did you say Karen feeding? No, well, no, care and feeding. But uh, Karen feeding was, is not that far removed from what I've seen I know, you I deal was like, with. That's an interesting actual, that's a very interesting Karen metaphor. Feeding. Um okay <laughs> yeah the work this week is uh the work this week is extra because i have the children full-time so yeah no life I, I like i say it to friends i've said it to you and i don't know if i've said it on the air life will life all over your face like there's no other way to describe it, it and it's it's just lifing it's just like it, it's a it doesn't it does its thing it just lifes all over mm -hmm. you all over the floor, it'll get in your hair. It's a very like big mess. Yeah, a huge mess. Because that's what life does. Life mm -hmm. is inherently messy. And man, when I tell that to clients, you should watch their faces. That's, so I've been reading, one. speaking of shit that most people don't want to read, but mm -hmm. I can get through. Uh, Mark, is it Manson? His, uh, the, <laughs> the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Oh God, you said that when I had a mouthful of tea. I try. I read that twice while I had it. Because it is, it's very similar to um, Ariel's mm, mm -hmm. um, How to Be a Woman and Not Give a Fuck. Yeah. But his is more of a mask thing. So yeah. for more Mask masculine, masculine dudes, doodly. Dude-like, aggro, whatever guys. Um, and it's, his thing is just like, all of the posturing and all of the, all of the fucks we give for people like that aren't serving us. And, and... And what ignoring and trying to avoid bad feelings does is it just reduces your tolerance for bad feelings and negative things. 
So by avoiding them, you make your ability to deal with them non-existent. As opposed to making things hard that are things that are worth it to you. So you do the hard thing and you get through it and in the end, it's worth it to you. And you can only, you can, you're the only one that can decide that for you. So getting into like applying more of that, I, that's charity, I bet. Uh, Is that charity? Hi. <laughs> We're almost done. Or we could be done. Either way. Are you, do you have anything else? Anything else to add to that? No. I mean, like mine is just like, I, there's a big cliff right there. I'm in the prop, like I've jumped off of the first one and kind of landed, tucked and rolled and landed on the first landing. Now there's another cliff I got to jump off of. That's what I see it as. So, Excellent. Yeah. I want to see, I'm going to go to your class, I think. Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When is it? Uh, the 4th. Uh, September 4th. You're making me say this over again. September 4th at 6 o'clock on Bush Street. There's a link. Go to the link. Look Go it up. to the link. Sign up. You can listen to me talk about the opening steps, getting organized and whatnot. And if you have questions or comments or stories about your next steps, please email us at kindnessecon at gmail.com. Or if you just have stories you'd like to share with us or comments, I yeah. would love to hear them. Excellent. Um, if you'd like to find me in social media, I am Bonus Parent Baba on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, uh, and eventually LinkedIn. Yeah, but I'm eventually. still not. Still. It's the, the until the kids go <laughs> actual to school. I'm still at their mercy. Yeah. It's okay. It's life. And that I'm is Courtney King. You can find me at. I'm just going to like start sending people to my website. That means I need to tighten up my website and put just like dump all my social media on there. Mm -hmm. But ckingsolutions.com. That's the letter C-K-I-N-G solutions.com. And thank you so much for listening. Please yeah. take excellent care of yourself and the people and the world around you. Go make something beautiful with your life. I'll see you in the future. And here we are. We have cards. We have cards. More cards. You've already shuffled them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm not wearing the headphones. It's like hitting the ground like running here. Hear myself. It's like make this oh, happen. See? Yeah. There you are. There it is. Oh. I'm not trying one. to fight you. I promise. Oh, space. Space. Knowledge. Six. So. I'm going to place. Just gonna. We're gonna edit a little bit mm -hmm. because that's the thing. We live in the future. Uh, huh. Yes. So, number six of air, mm -hmm. knowledge. Correspondence, Mercury in Aquarius. I'm an Aquarian. Keywords, science, the search for the truth. I am peeking the fuck out of my mic. I am so close and hot. I mean, that's how that's we build intimacy. <laughs> Oh, still peeking. You way the fuck back there. Oh my god. Okay, it's fine. I'm gonna calm the fuck down. I'm feeling myself too hard. We search for the truth and strive. Oh, the wait, the negative. What? Up? What up? 
Can you put that in the trash? Bye, Thank you. My kids are here. So keywords, science, the search for the truth, understanding, insight, intelligence, weaknesses. Oh, the negative is weaknesses or blind spots, distrust and cynicism. Meaning we search for the truth and strive for object. <laughs> we search for the truth and strive for objectivity understanding and intelligence the card may signify sudden blazing insights and unconventional solutions to problems exploring the card a satellite flies high above the planet gathering data that is only visible from an enormous altitude that becomes measurable and understandable precisely because of the separation between the observer and the observed which is awesome. That's totally, that totally jives with what I want to talk about today. I'm stoked. All right, let's get started. like use the Gary V podcast like I don't like here's what I don't like I don't like the countdown clock that goes to zero uh -huh. and then the next day I'm like but wait we've oh, added two minutes yeah. Yeah. I'd rather just have the Change countdown the clock end two minutes or later like I don't like tactics that are based on fear what I really don't like is selling that's, that's what it is yeah. look I could build a crazy manipulative machine my ability to have a fucking $100 million company based on coaching yeah. is very real. Yeah. The amount of people that would pay me $5,000 a month to be part of the virtual one, $25,000 a month being part of the get together once a month one, and a million dollars a year to be part of the personal you've got my cell phone I see once a month mm. is real. Mm -hmm. I know it's real because people ask me to do it. I don't want that. And not that there's anything wrong, I don't like to judge so much, so I hate it, but here's what I would say. And this, you're gonna get this because I already know you. Just sell something you believe in and then do whatever the fuck you want. 